Making a sandwich at Tuesday night. I'm gonna feel alright. Gonna eat my emotions. Ain't nobody's problem but mine. Duty. Oh, you, you caught us in the middle of uh, cutting a demo. Sorry about that. Well, it's, uh, it, it happens all the time, right? This is a touch of crass. My name's Matt. My name's Colin. Oh, and tonight we're going to get we're gonna get, a, gonna get a little gross, I would say. It's, we're going to get real. Well, yeah, we're going to get real. And, 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 and you better call Brian Gumbel because some real sports going on tonight. Or Greg. Either, or either Gumble, whatever. whatever Gumble you like. No, Bryant, he's the one that hosted. Greg, he's in the corner playing with himself, talking about football. Yeah, but oh, they're both talented football. broadcasters. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, in order to we get... We don't want any bad blood with the Gumble brothers, okay? <laughs> uh, we're also going to... Uh, we're going to open up the mail sack. we got a great drink. Not, I don't know, it may not be great. Right, I'm, we'll, I'm excited about trying it here we'll, in a moment. Yeah, we'll, 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 uh, we'll roll the dice. So why don't we just... Do that now and find out the answer to the question. Boy, I tell you, uh, if if I knew what you were talking about, I think maybe maybe I would have it prepared. But since I don't, what you drinking? All right, yeah. Uh, it, it's another offering from Rogue. It's their Voodoo Donut series. Yes, this is the Lemon Chiffon Crawler Ale. What was the one that we had before? Uh. Shit, I think that's what it was. Uh, it, it wasn't bad. It was like some kind yes, of uh, pretzel, pretzel, uh, chocolate, uh, raspberry, something or other. Yeah, that was one of them. And salted caramel was involved, I believe. God, I hope not. I don't remember. We've had like three on the show. All I remember is disappointment. That's what I remember most. So this is Voodoo Donut Lemon Chiffon Crawler Ale, uh, ale brewed with lemon and natural flavors. Uh, and it's a big pink bottle, just like the uh, just like the other ones have been. You think they just put a bunch of donuts in the bottom of the uh, the barrel and just and just let it yeah age along with? It? No, I wouldn't imagine that that's the case <laughs> because that probably wouldn't be safe. So I got uh, I got the uh, big old bomber bottle open here, and I'm gonna pour you a little bit. What does that look like coming out of the bottle that's like a, that? That's a, that's a very that looks like a uh, yellow, like a yellowish brown. It's pretty. It's pretty. It, it looks like piss. Is it, what it looks it's like. It's translucent. It, yeah, it does. It looks like piss. It re- it really does look like someone looks pissed. Like piss. It, yeah. But it, you know, it, it, it needs. It, it looks like someone needed to uh, drink more water. Is what it looks like. The, <laughs> it's hope- not exactly straw colored. It's a little, uh, little, little darker than that. But Rogue, I tell you, they're brave. They're brave brewers. And yes. I'm excited to try this. I've been excited to try all the other ones. Been disappointed, uh, but I'm excited to try this Voodoo Donut uh, flavor uh, offering but, once uh, again from uh, Rogue. But they say that uh, bravery and stupidity are very close together. So well, we'll find out. True. We'll find out which side of the fence they're on. Hey, uh, look, I know I'm both with respect to a lot of things. So what do you think? Yeah, um, you want to get in there? Yeah, I'm going to go in. Here, see what we got right, here. Jump in. I'm going to smell it mm. here. It, it smells. I tell you. It smells like beer. Goodness oh, knows. Oh God! Uh, definitely can smell some oh. lemon going on. You're you're not reacting quite the way I, I think can, they want I can you to taste be. the lemon. It is a is a strong lemon. It's a strong lemon. Scent. Lemony. It, it doesn't even it doesn't taste like someone squeezed lemon in a beer, which would be just fine. I I, I like that with with the appropriate beer. Sure. It just tastes 
Like, all right, uh, uh, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna take a bunch of lemons, and we're, they're just gonna sit in a bag of sugar, okay? Great. Then <laughs> so we'll, it's sweet as then, well. Then we'll put it in a beer. How does that sound? Great. Oh my gosh. Where it's just, all the all the sugar has just clumped together on the lemon. It, that's what it tastes like to me. I'm, what, I'm gonna we, go in for another sip. Do we have an alcohol by volume on this? Uh, 6.8%. So that's a, that's a fairly, you, you, this beer's not fucking around. It's almost 7% alcohol. It's like, hey, why don't you dunk that gross lemon in a beer? Oh, you know what? You're right. Oh, that is a weird, ooh. I, I went in expecting one thing, and I got about seven things that I absolutely was not expecting. Maybe, probably most of them are bad. Yes, absolutely. I mean, you, you smell it. It smells like a lemon beer. You taste it, and oh my God, there's all kinds of weird shit coming at you. I want You definitely taste the lemon, but it's all the bad parts of the lemon. I want to taste a voodoo donut to see if their donuts are as shitty as Rogue's beers. <laughs> That's what I want to find out. I guarantee you they're not. I've never had Voodoo Donut. I've been out there. I've seen, you know, I've seen people walking around with the boxes. People are buying them. People stand in line for this shit. Yeah, but people also drink Werner's ginger ale. That's I repulsive. Love, I love Werner's. Oh, what fucking planet are you from? You know, I also like Werther's original butter candies. Well, that's fine, but it doesn't make you, like, weep like like Werner's. Like, that's what I like about Werner's is the fact that it kicks your ass. I don't, I, I, this is kicking my ass, but I'm not sure uh, in the right way. It's like a beer bully. It just beats you up needlessly. Yeah, okay, you've yeah, already right. said, like, you've won, you've won. What? Shut up. And they start kicking Rogue, your face look, in with a boot. I've, I've enjoyed a lot of your offerings. I've enjoyed a lot of your Name beers. I gotta one. tell you. Name one. I, 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 I've had so many beers, I couldn't quite tell you. But How about this? Got, you've got one week. You tell me one rogue beer that you've liked on next week's show. I want to hear it. I just can't remember names. I can remember like the labels and stuff like that. Well, but they well, make some good beers. Well, no, they make good beers and they uh, sell well. And and just and, because it's popular doesn't mean it's right, Matt. Well, this this is weird. This is weird. It's a little too weird. Maybe maybe quit oh. uh, advertising for Voodoo Donuts uh, and, and quit attempting to make a good beer and ending up with a not so great beer. Quite frankly, yeah, just, it's brave of you. It's brave of you, and I pre I appreciate that. And bravery is the liquor of a fool. So uh, we've got another sponsor, uh, a new sponsor this week, and that sponsor uh, is uh, well, they didn't really tell us. All they sent it, they sent us these two little teaser things, right. and then they sent us a long yeah, commercial. You, you handled this one more than I did this week, so I don't uh, I don't know what's what's up. So, uh, we're going to find out here. Hello, I'm Graham Wethington. Don't know who I am? Well, that's probably because you're an American. I assure you, people have heard of me. And those people who have heard of me know that if I'm talking, they need to listen. And here's what I'm telling you. Later in the show, I'll present to you a collection of music you simply must consider adding to your library. More on that later. Until then, keep listening to these two idiots. Ta-ta! Fuck off! Oh, idiots! What the fuck?! Okay, well, that, that that gets us there, I guess. That's, I guess. Uh, there's something coming later. Something coming later. I haven't listened to these. I'm sorry. Oh, well, <laughs> what could, uh, what what could, could happen? possibly go wrong? Huh? Neither one of us know what it is. Let's hey, see what happens. Let's open it. What's in the <laughs> Open it up. Open it and have fun with it and play with it. Um, so what is in that sack? Uh, tonight's mail sack uh, is actually a comment left on the website. Oh, a can, comment. At, uh, what would be that website? A touchofcrest.net. Well, there you go. Uh, where was this comment left? It was left on our previous episode where we talked about Con, Con, Con. I remember that was part of it. It was like that, two episodes ago. Well, whatever. Sure. It was last great. week. Anyway, 
this was on the website. This comes from a dick fan. Uh, a dick fan. A dick fan. Uh, they they write. Okay. Thank you for discussing ship a dick on your oh, podcast. Oh, because we talked. Yeah, we talked about ship a dick last week. Yeah. It made me look at their website, and I'm going to get the best friend dick necklace for my best friend and I. Simply amazing. Well, we didn't mean to advertise for ship a dick. Um, no, because I, I think they're, they're part of, they part of what's wrong with society, They were really. not our sponsor last week. They're not the cause, but they are a symptom. Last and week's sponsor was uh, Odd Cops. Yes, correct. Real cops doing odd things. That's a good, That sounds like a quality show to yeah, me. Yeah, and I would watch it, but I, I would not ship a dick. No, I would not. Uh, I'm not saying you shouldn't, but it's not really what we And also, who wants to wear half of a dick ne- necklace? I'm not sure. Hey, what's that jagged uh, piece of metal around your neck? Half a dick. A My dick friend fan? has the other side. Apparently they like wearing half a dick. But if they're a fan of dicks, it seems like they'd want the whole the whole tube. Well, but it's like those heart necklaces, apparently. This is what I'm gathering. It's like those know, heart but necklaces. You, like, you've got half the shaft and a ball, and they've got the other ball and other half of the, the shaft. shaft. And so together, like, you're you know, a whole like, 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 a, like a BFF, like you're half my heart. Hey, hey, friend, here you're half my dick. What does this mean? You'll find out. What the fuck? Huh. That's what it sounds like to me. But if you two are comfortable enough with your relationship to put dicks around your necks, <laughs> congratulations, you sociopaths. <laughs> Thank you, a dick fan, for writing into uh, the mail sack. Again, uh, mail sack at a touch of dot net, uh, Twitter at a touch of crass, and uh, on the website as well. So I'll tell you, uh, it's time to check in with uh, our very mysterious sponsor once again. Hello, it's Graham Wethington again. If you appreciate great music and brilliant performances, you simply must stay tuned. I've got a collection for you that is so complete, so comprehensive that if you don't buy it, you may regret it for the rest of your life. <laughs> you wouldn't want that, would you? <laughs> Lying on your deathbed, surrounded by the dead hollow eyes of your less than successful descendants thinking I could have done so much better if only I'd bought that music. Well, the good news is that may not be your future after all. Only a few more minutes of this drivel and then your life-changing opportunity awaits. Cheerio! God, he is he is high on himself and down on us. Yeah, what's going on, Graham? Yeah, what what I, did we ever do to you, Graham Wethington? Yeah, we're just trying to promote your product that you man, whatever, whatever. Um, well, we were going to talk about some health issues. Well, you expressed something that happened to you today that we, I was concerned about. Do you want to talk? Okay. Well, I guess, I guess I could talk about this. Um, I, uh, on the weekends, I really don't, uh, go number two that often, you okay. know, cause I'm just, I'm at home. I'm in my comfort place my happy place it's only when i'm in a boring mundane environment like work that i'm really moved to move mm-hmm. some stuff around uh and so doing two I, kinds of work i ate a lot this past weekend i ate big meals this past weekend did not do that once got into work this morning and immediately as soon as i got there i i i, I had to try i was like i'm gonna go <laughs> try <laughs> I'm going to go do that because I feel like I should. Uh, and th- so I went and I did and and a little bit. Uh, and uh, and I went back to my desk. And it was, you know, it was a decent, it was it was a good, like, okay, yeah. So it we was did productive. That. So we did that. So we won't have to do that for m- maybe another day or so. I went and I sat at my desk and I um, 
I did a little bit of work and I got started on, on some on some things and I immediately thought I should really I should really go again. So I went again and uh, it, was, it was okay. Yeah, all right. So that was a good amount. I mean, that was a good bit. I mean, that was a full a, session. A proper piece to leave. Sure. Uh, and so I went back to my desk and I, I worked for, for a little longer than the space between the first and the second. And it came up to just before noon. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, I got it I, I, again, again with this again. <laughs> And I went, and that was the biggest one. The third one was like, okay, we're done. <laughs> that was the main course for and the it toilets. it really concerned me. Mm-hmm. It really concerned me. Like, oh, my God. Maybe because I should be like- more mindful of that on the weekends. <laughs> because all of that was in you because you didn't eat between that first and that last one. All that stuff was just in you waiting to get out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I had a very light breakfast and an even lighter lunch. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, I mean, there, there's... There, and I'm really, honestly, it's about dinner time when we're recording this. And honestly, I could skip dinner, to be completely honest with mm-hmm. you. I am still that satisfied with what is inside me after having done all that this morning. <laughs> Even then. You ate too much this weekend. I really did. You should be concerned. I suppose I should. I'm a little concerned about my health. It's really come about because of coworkers. I'm just worried that my job is like a literal, like death trap. That it, it makes people unhealthy. In what way? Well, every time I go into a restroom at work and there's someone sitting on a toilet doing what you did three times this morning, right? There's always the sounds of, of grunts and moans. <laughs> I, I let out a grunt or two this morning, I will say, but I, it, it, with, with the knowledge that no one else was in the bathroom. But it is just every time I go in, just just you know, just to pee or whatever. There's someone in there, and they're just over there, just. <sighs> My God. Oh my god, you're still going with it. <laughs> yes, but they're sitting there that whole time just going just n- knowing that there's someone else in the restroom? Yeah, they're working through it like a dog chewing on a bone. They're trying to shit. See, the the, the problem I think the difference between your office and my office is in my office everyone knows each other. And mm-hmm. so we would know who it was. You know, yeah. we've got maybe 30 people in our whole building mm-hmm. like at one time sure at, at one time there's probably no more than 30 people in the building and so you know all of those people it's in like your cheers, building, but you're like, broadcasting you yeah know i feel name. like in your building people have a more of a sense of anonymity and you know i make those noises when i know no one can hear me but if someone's in there i am silent <laughs> yeah and so the fact that they are compelled to make those noises either says something about their health or the fact that they don't care who's listening there needs to be some kind of like health plan or some kind of like health awareness week where it's like like the you warning the, the warning sites are going to die soon. You grunt when you shit. Yeah, every and put those time. inside the stalls. Put those flyers in the stalls. If you have to grunt, the fo- little phone number tags you can rip off. If you grunt when you reach over to grab the toilet paper, you're not in good health and you need to do something about it. Like I gotta work for it. And I've been told the body is just supposed to take that process itself, but I feel like I'm putting in more effort than I need to. I figure once I'm in the bathroom and my pants are off, it takes care of itself. Oh, is that right? Uh, Let me ask you a question. How much cheese do you consume on a daily basis? Daily? Three pounds, uh, approximately. You're in terrible health. We're going to start you on an exercise and diet regimen that will clear you right up, but it's not going to be fun. Well, as long as I still get my cheese. You're off cheese. 
you're off cheese for a while. Where's the nearest gun store? That's where I. That's where I'm going. That's the medication I'm taking because it's not worth it without my three pounds of daily cheese. <laughs> hey, Matt. What's that? Do you ever watch cops? Uh, I've I've seen cops. I don't. I've never made a point to watch like, cops. Like cops the TV isn't... show cops, not right? Just like no, on no. A I know what you corner. mean. I know you mean the show. Uh, you're not just out there like you're on safari taking pictures of cops out in the wilderness. Yeah. Well, in these days, if you did that, you know, you, they'd probably try to arrest you. Uh, but no, I, I I've never made an appointment to watch cops. It's not like appointment television to me. No. It's uh, it's definitely oh, if it's on, maybe I'll watch it. Probably if it's on, I'm just on my way to something else. I got this weird thing about cops where I root for the criminals that are trying to like get away oh, from the cops. Why? I, I don't know. I think it's kind of because they're all losers. Like all the criminals on cops are just obvious losers. I know, but like as and I, see, as I like, see these why? people and I just think like aren't there bigger crimes than this and you're hassling these people? No, I understand they're criminals and I know they've broken the law. I don't like these people. But for whatever reason, when I see the cops coming up hassling them like you know, it's like, you know what? Up yours, buddy. They come in there like, hey, you been drinking tonight? Like, no, I haven't been drinking you on anything. No, I'm not on anything. Get out of the car. Like, okay. <laughs> and they just like open up the glove box. Here it is. There's some pills or some Coke or whatever. <laughs> hey, tell me you had well, this. It's like, well, you didn't fucking ask me they for had, one. They two, had, you know, why would I tell you that? They had that shit in the car. I mean, the cops know, had a good intuition but, and it served them right. But they the, wouldn't put it on TV if it wasn't going somewhere. But this person is just like, all right, well, they seem kind of skeezy, but. And I also don't understand why they can't get away from these cops because they're running. Uh, and if some of these people, uh, they're clearly not in shape. They've been eating too many Big Macs for Obviously. every meal. Yeah, those people deserve to be caught. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> they're because they're unhealthy. Because they have to grunt when they shit, so they should be put in prison. Anyway, so they're lesser people. <laughs> so, but there's some that are, are slim. They're like they're obviously got to be in some kind of good shape. You know, they're or they're on or they're on meth. Well, they're, they're certainly better off uh, than the cops because they don't have like thirty pounds of weight around their waist. Yeah, but that weight around back. the cop's waist, or I mean, that's very good stuff. I know, good, good stuff you want to have with you. Uh, yeah, be prepared. I, I understand that, and that's fine. But I, but when they have all that safety, you know, stuff around their waist, jumping up and down, I don't understand how the guy that's on fucking crystal meth, that's on angel dust, can't jump a fucking fence like in one. Leap what the six million dollar man and be just enough. fine. Well, yeah, uh, but but you, you you just said it. He's on crystal meth. Exactly. So you should be able to get away. <laughs> and also, how does the guy with the fucking camera keep up? That's even heavier. Well, that's than the true. Belt, that's and it's just true. on I've one shoulder. Wondered. The guy, the photographers on cops have got to be jacked. They, they've yeah. got to be in terrific shape. The, uh, marathon runners. Yeah, marathon runners with a really good upper body strength. <laughs> Which you don't see, you know. You see one or the other. It's not typically. No, both. you got to you got to work both. You got to work endurance on the lower half and strength on the upper half in order to be a photographer for cops. Absolutely. Although these days, I'm not sure that's the case. But certainly back in the day, I mean, nowadays cameras are smaller. But back in the day, I mean, oh yeah, God, you it was imagine like, it was like carrying a briefcase giant full of bricks, giant Betamax on your shoulder. Yes. I'm sure there's more than a few cameramen that uh, came down with a scoliosis. 
<laughs> I know you can't come down with but scoliosis, I, I but your know, spine comes down. I don't down, know why so. you're rooting for the criminals. I, I like I'm rooting for the cops because these criminals are just. I mean, come on, they're fucking. I guess you know the the kind of the underdog. You know, it's it's no, like I agree. At I, one I, point, it's like watching the Harlem Globetrotters beat the the Washington Generals. Like, okay, we get it. <laughs> you're better. <laughs> oh. <laughs> But the thing, one thing I will agree with you on is the fact that uh, I'm somewhat rooting for them because a lot of the times you see, they're all like drug offenses. Right. I, I think that people who are on drugs, instead of being arrested or are in possession of like a small amount of drugs, you know what I mean? Like, like they're just clearly users. Mm -hmm. Uh, those people need help. They don't need jail. They don't need yeah. law enforcement. They don't the, need a record. They need, like, uh, reform or... They need real help. Yeah. Now, if it's a person carrying a massive amount of drugs, clearly they're <laughs> in it for the distribution. Like, like, they have a trunk full of cocaine. Well, right. then, that, that, that is an issue, They're not just going to sure. snort all that. They're not just on their way to a huge party. But... You know, the, the the larger point is I am rooting for them if they're just a user. If it's just some poor, strung-out guy on crystal meth running from the cops. I mean, that guy is running because he's afraid. It's like when they come up to the um, the, the person they're, they're about to arrest. You know, they ask him, like, do you have any drugs? Like, no, I don't have any drugs. And then they look at their car. They're already freaking out from that. Yeah. From the shakedown and or the, whatever. And then they pull out, you know, like, like, oh, look at this. Got a joint here. Why don't you tell me about that? Well, of course, the answer is because I didn't want to go to jail. <laughs> yeah. You know the answer to this question. He's, he's going to stand up in court like, he didn't I mean, tell me know. about I'm it. I'm no huh? cop. Right? I'm no lawyer. Mm. I don't know. So in in most cases, I'm not rooting for the criminal. But uh, in those cases, I kind of am. Yeah. Uh, it's time to check in with our sponsor once again. And uh, this is going to be the big reveal. This is going to be the thing that uh, explains what this is all about. Have you ever stepped onto the lift? No, sorry, elevator. Only to find yourself never wanting to leave. There's just something about that music that's just captivating. Well, now you can have it all. <laughs> all yes, right. all the best elevator music you've ever heard, now in one massive collection. Introducing Ups and Downs, the best of the elevator, from everyday beige music. You'll get everything from tropical marimbas to the confident groove of bossa nova. Yes, all the best elevator music on one single CD. Because, you see, the average elevator ride is less than two minutes, so the songs are very short. And most were so vampy that we've eliminated the repetitive measures to coax the pieces into their fullest expression, shaving many of them to under a minute. Here's a perfect example. That was High Tide by composer Larry song? Walcock. Or how about this gem? Killin' Time by Peter Quincy. Perfect for those of us with very short attention spans. You'll get wow. tremulous woodwinds, vibrant horns, and every degree of virtuosity in between. So order Ups and Downs, the best of the elevator from everyday beige music. This has been Graham Wethington, and I'll see you at the top floor. All that for some fucking elevator music? Uh, no one would pay for that! Everyday beige publishing gets us? Now it's everyday beige music? With this bullshit hype, they must fuck you, Graham Wethington. They have the same marketing department as uh, Rogue uh, Brewery, I guess, because neither neither of their products are very good. Suck on that, Rogue. Oh, come on now. Um, a wheel of closers time. Wheel of closers. Now that wheel.
wheel hasn't been touched the way you touch it for over a week, and it loves when you touch it that certain way. So, Cullen, touch it that certain way. Brace yourself! Spins, it spins, and it lands on... <laughs> oh, interview with a fictional character is where we landed. Um, <laughs> well, Cullen, we have... We have on the phone an angry old man uh, who is the last human being to have a job screwing together, uh, screwing toothpaste caps on to the tube. Really? This is the last man to do. I figure this is all machines by now. Yeah, yeah, sure. That would make make sense. I I I heard about this earlier today. And Either I thought, machines or done. Let's face it, by like you know, like special needs people. You know what I mean? <laughs> I I know that's terrible of me, but that's an easy job, you know. And that's and those people need to be employed too. They yeah. need to make their way in the world. But but all you got to do is this. But this is like an angry old man. He doesn't have any any developmental disabilities that we know of. Sure. Uh, or, or anything like that. He's just the last like guy to uh, have experienced it together. His name is uh, Otis Otis uh, Carburger. 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 Yeah. Uh, that's what I have written down. I, I, unless it's a pseudonym, that's his name, and I'm going to call him Otis. All right. He, let, let, let's let's get him on the phone here. All right. Hello, Otis. Are you there? Yeah, it's me, Otis. You ready to talk or what? Uh, yeah, I've got a few questions for you. Well, I've got to tell you right now, i got a few questions, too. Oh, well, all right, well... What about my pension? <laughs> well, we're not... <laughs> what about well, my pension? We'll get into that. First, I just want to... I was brought into the office last Wednesday, uh, and I knew this day was coming. I've known this day was coming for the last 20 years. I just... It was I, just all right around the bend. Finally, it came last week. 20 years. Uh, hey, uh, Otis... If you wouldn't mind, how, how how did you get your job working in this toothpaste factory? What does it matter factory? now? I'm what just, does it matter now after forty-eight years? I'm, I'm trying what to. What does it matter now? How did you hear that you were being finally all the people around you were being replaced? So you figured out it was coming down replaced the pipe. Replaced by machines. Sure. How did it replaced go? Replaced by evil machines. You never know when they're going to turn on you. <laughs> And uncap our tubes of toothpaste? 48 years. You know, look, it ain't hard work, but it ain't easy work either. <laughs> it's honest work. You don't get a lot of that anymore. Hey, uh, let me ask you this, Otis. If um, you had your, your choice of industry, would you choose screwing a cap on a tube of toothpaste or shipping cardboard dicks to people. What do you think would be oh, hell, more worth your time? I don't even know anymore. I don't even know anymore. All I know... When, when, when you hear that there are businesses like that, how does that make you feel, Otis? Well, it's the new economy, and you know, I mean, there's people, young people with all kinds of talents nowadays, and they know how to reach their consumers, social media and all that stuff. But all I know <laughs> is screwing toothpaste tube caps on toothpaste tubes. 48 That's years! That's all I know! 48 years! What am I supposed to do now? What am I supposed to do now? Well, we might call you uh, back and uh, make you do something for us. We'll yeah, figure in, it out. In the meantime, we'll uh, we'll have our people get a hold of your people. Uh, thanks so much. I already hung up on him. Uh, thank you so very, very much uh, uh, to Otis. I got weird. And Although he did seem to know a little bit about social media. And it's very possible he's someone that pushes when he poops. Uh, so uh, speaking of that, uh, if you find yourself having to do that and in mixed company, maybe see a doctor. See what's going on.
Also, uh, everyday beige music can fuck straight off. Well, see you in hell, you fucking low-life mothers. I wouldn't wish that on Rogue, but Rogue, you gotta get your shit together and either make some good voodoo donut beer or just stop doing that and just stick with the other stuff. Just pack it don't, in. Don't, don't try to make a beer taste like a donut. Don't Adam Sandler us. <laughs> just quit. Oh, this has been A Touch of Crass. My name is Matt. My name's Colin. And it be regular. <laughs> <laughs>